for those of you on YouTube, do not forget, we're going to be cutting the link in just a second. Switch over to uh, Blackrobe. Uh, BlackRobeTV.com, switch over to TomLifely.com, switch over to Rumble, switch over to Facebook. We're live on all those. Make sure everybody out there, you're getting alternative social media accounts. Make sure that you are noting what the people's websites are because your favorite conservative pundits could disappear at any minute. Make sure you have a Getter account. Make sure you have a Rumble account. Make sure you have a Gab account. You've got to do that because we cannot continue to bow to Facebook and YouTube. The reason why we cut our YouTube link is because we're always vacillating between one strike and two. And once you get the third, you're done forever. They've already banned my church for life. So for saying something that I don't even know what I said, and there's no retribution, there's nobody to appeal to. They, they put it out an appeal and then they don't answer you and they don't ever care. So that's just the way it is. We need to just accept it. That's the way it is. They're totalitarians. We're dealing with uh, Google and YouTube and Facebook. Facebook switching their name over to Meta. Who knows how much worse they're going to get? Who knows? Maybe they'll learn their lessons. Some of them, Facebook is under multiple federal lawsuits right now. Maybe they'll learn their lessons. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll switch back. You never know. You always hope for the pendulum to swing. All right, let's get right to things. Let's talk about Rittenhouse. Jack Posobiec tweet. Mainstream media leaving out context again. Someone fired at Rittenhouse while Rosenbaum before. Rosenbaum was the first victim. Rosenbaum's the one who got shot in the head after lunging at, by an eyewitness testimony, by, by a reporter from the Daily Caller. Eyewitness testimony was that Rosenbaum said, F you, lunged towards Rittenhouse's rifle, got shot in the head. Now it's come out, none of this, I've never heard this before. It's the first time, I mean, I may have heard it a couple days ago, but I've never heard it before this week. Someone fired at Kyle Rittenhouse while Rosenbaum chased him through the parking lot. Kyle did not fire the first shot. There's the facts. Let's go to the next thing. Jack Posobiec tweet again, breaking detective. I'm not going to really try too hard to pronounce this last name. Attar Ramian testifies prosecutors advised him. Prosecutors advising the police advised him not to search Gage, Gage, these names are brutal. Cross Grants' phone. That's the guy who got his bicep, as he said in his testimony, vaporized. He would, he, the detectives were told by prosecutors to not search a victim's phone. Why would that be? Because probably they're afraid that what they'd end up finding out is a, finding on there is a bunch of Antifa stuff, a bunch of BLM stuff, a bunch of riot things, who knows what, that would give further justification to what happened to him. All right, here we go. The next one is Ben Shapiro video. Boom, man shot by Kyle Rittenhouse admits he pointed gun at Rittenhouse before being shot. Now, what I want everybody to remember, and again, I said that I may be stuck on this for a while. I warned my church on Sunday I may be stuck on this for a while. So prepare yourself. It's the delusion of our time. And that is when absolute factual data is presented and it's responded to with absolute nonsense. You'll see this guy admit that the gun was that he pointed his loaded with a round chambered nine millimeter at Kyle Rittenhouse Admit that's what happened and got shot at, and we'll talk about it afterwards. Play it for me. And now wait, how close do you think you are to him at that point? Three feet. If it was five feet before, it would, so. So tell me if I've got the lay of the land. 
this point, you're holding a loaded chambered Glock 27 in your right hand. Yes? That is correct, yes. You are advancing on Mr. Rittenhouse, who is seated on his butt, right? That is correct. You're moving forward, and your right hand drops down with your gun. Your hands are no longer up, and now the gun is pointed in the direction of Mr. Rittenhouse. Agree? I'll give you a, a picture. Maybe that'll help. What's the next one? Have these been marked as exhibits? These have been, that's what I was I'm going to show you what has been marked as Exhibit 67. Uh, that's a photo of you, yes? Yes. Okay. Um, that's Mr. Rittenhouse? Correct. Okay. Now, you'd agree your firearm is pointed at Mr. Rittenhouse, correct? Yes. Okay. And once your firearm is pointed at Mr. Rittenhouse, that's when he fires his gun. Yes? No. Sir, look, I don't want to... Does this look like right now your arm is being shot? That looks like my bicep being vaporized, yes. Okay. And it's being vaporized as you're pointing your gun directly at him. Yes? Yes. Okay, so when you were standing three to five feet from him with your arms up in the air, he never fired, right? Correct. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him, that he fired, right? Correct. So there we go. Now here's the thing. I want you to see this now. Remember the premise. Absolute fact is presented to these people. This guy's a leftist, heavy-duty leftist. BLM Antifa rioter is who this man is. Remember that. He was coming. He was actually charged. He was the actual third person shot. This is right after the guy was beating Rittenhouse in the neck with a skateboard. That guy's last name was Huber, Anthony Huber. He got shot in the chest. He's dead. Cross Grants got these are they get confusing. Cross Grants is the guy that we just saw. Rosenbloom was the first. Rosenbaum was the first one that got shot in the head. So here you have Cross Grants here. Now he's asked very first question. Remember, absolute fact is presented to you, and it's responded with absolute nonsense. So he's asked point blank, no pun intended. He's asked point blank. Were, did you point your gun at Kyle Rittenhouse? He said, no, he wouldn't agree to it. And the, so they said, well, maybe a picture would help. Then they show him the picture with his gun pointed at Rittenhouse while his bicep is being blown off. And he still said, they asked him again. Now, isn't that you with your gun pointed directly at 
Kyle Rittenhouse while he's sitting on the ground. He said no again, two times in a row. Absolute fact. He's looking at the picture. He's 85% of people dying of COVID in the UK are fully vaccinated. That is an absolute fact. The nonsensical response is the vaccinations are the path out of the pandemic. Do you see it? Because the spirit is exactly the same. We are not to be ignorant of Satan's ways. Because what we have is absolute fact presented and responded to with absolute nonsense. So the third time he is asked, while Kyle Rittenhouse, while your hands were down and your gun was not pointed at Kyle Rittenhouse, he did not shoot you, correct? And the guy goes, correct. So when your gun, you're fully loaded with a chambered round, was point, nine millimeter, was pointed at Kyle Rittenhouse, that is when he shot you. And he said, correct. Now in between where he finally admitted it, he said but the second time where he actually said, no, when they asked him, is your gun pointed at him? He says, no, that's me being shot, my, my bicep being vaporized. What does that have to do with anything? Nonsensical response. See what he wants is he wants Kyle Rittenhouse to be punished for what he did. No, I'm going to make sure you get what I'm saying here. He wants Kyle Rittenhouse to be punished for what Gage Crossgrants did. That's what he wants. The guy that was just testifying, Gage Crossgrants, the guy who got his bicep blown away. He wants Kyle Rittenhouse to be punished for his own sins. That is the modern day vernacular. That is the modern MO. Absolute fact given, absolute nonsense is the response to absolute fact. Let's go to the next one. Jack Posobiec tweet. Freelance journalist, same trial, testifies DA, district attorney Binger. That is the head prosecutor. That is the man that is prosecuting Kyle Rittenhouse right now. The prosecutor attempted to make make him change his statement before he appeared in court. He refused and hired an attorney. He and Miles Chong video. It's over, beyond over. The prosecutors asked a witness in the Rittenhouse trial to change his statement. Play it for me. ...in the room when you met with me and Mr. Binger and Ms. Beasy? Yes. Is it fair to say that you were very nervous? (laughs) Absolutely. You. And we did have you read over your statement right correct and we asked if you knew anything beyond that statement correct we didn't ask you to change it you yes you did (laughs) (laughs) that's what happened that's how see this is where we are and i hate to say this as all of you that watch this show know i was a cop myself 1992 to 2017 25 years and a day Straight law enforcement, humping police car, street level, the police call street level cop, 25 years. Highest rank I ever got was the sergeant. So I was a street level officer my entire career. And to see the judicial system in the state of disrepair that it is in right now, where the scales of justice are no longer blind, but politically motivated with heavy duty leftist agendas. Why is Kyle Rittenhouse even on trial? You have the video, you have the two video, you have the, he shot three people, two of them are dead. So you have the video of two of them, Cross Grants and Huber are on video and are without any sort of ambiguity whatsoever are very clearly self-defense shootings. 
I mean black and white self-defense shootings. Cross Grants is coming at Rittenhouse with a loaded chambered round 9mm. Anthony Huber was beating him on the neck with his skateboard. Both of those guys were shot, one of them to death. He also shot Joseph Rosenbaum to death because Rosenbaum said F, there was a shot fired first at Rittenhouse. And then Rosenbaum, who wasn't armed, ran at Rittenhouse, lunged for his weapon, and he got shot. And that's from an eyewitness testimony. Uh, that was from an eyewitness testimony from a reporter from the Daily Caller. And Daily Caller leans heavily left. There is no doubt. So you have absolute fact, a definitively self-defense case. And how is it responded to? With absolute nonsense. Three, three felony murder charges, one of them an attempted murder charge. That's what he gets for something that is absolutely, it's, it's the same thing that, hap- that happened in Minnesota with, uh, um, oh gosh, I just lost the name in my head. Who's, who killed George Floyd? Uh, Derek... Uh, Derek Chauvin. So Chauvin. So Derek Chauvin, the police officer. Normally, for that exact same that level of conviction, he would get 11 years. I don't even agree that he should have been convicted. Chauvin, Chauvin should have been exonerated on those three charges and maybe gotten some charges for you know for how he handled the call because how he handled it was not good. But he did not. He did not murder George Floyd. George Floyd died of a fentanyl over, overdose. He had way more than the lethal. He had three times the lethal amount of fentanyl in his blood. Three, three times the lethal amount. Not one times. Not two times. Three times. So Derek Chauvin should not have been so convicted. But he, regardless, he was convicted. Even for what he was convicted for, the average sentence was 11 years. He got 22 years. Do you see where we're at right now? Rittenhouse, this never even gotten to trial. But the reason why he's being prosecuted for three, for two counts of felony murder and attempted murder is because the prosecutor's office is politically motivated. It can go one of two ways. Either they're leftists themselves or they're trying to assuage the anger of leftists. Either one of those you cannot do. We see it happening right now for the January 6th protesters, even the ones that committed crimes. And I listen, there are Trump supporters, just so everybody knows, that committed crimes on 1-6, but they're minor crimes. Nobody is held in solitary confinement from 1-6 to November 6th. I know it's the 9th now, but November 6th, just to make it easy, for 11 months Nobody's held for 10 to 11 months in solitary confinement for misdemeanor charges. Nobody in the history of America has had 14,000 hours of video surveillance that has been hidden by the FBI that's been restricted even to, from defense attorneys who are defending 1-6 protesters. Our justice system may be irrevocably broken. The FBI needs to be disbanded. Absolutely, because they're the one holding back the 14,000 hours. They're the ones who had unindicted co-conspirators in the 1-6 crowd, had unindicted co-conspirators in the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping, 12 attempted kidnapping, 12 of 18 of the people involved with the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot were all FBI agents or FBI informants. The same person running the Gretchen Whitmer uh, kidnapping attempt plot is the same same agent that's running the 1-6 investigation. 
The FBI is nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo of the Democratic Party as they raid uh, James O'Keefe's house today. Project Veritas, for what reason? Because Joe Biden's daughter had had her, her diary allegedly stolen, and there's no police report that says that it was stolen. She now says that it was stolen. Many people think that it was simply left from one house that they vacated and then moved to another. Some It ends up through an informant getting into... James O'Keefe's hands. He doesn't even run with it and turns it over to the police and the FBI raid his house. He turned over. He doesn't even run a story on the diary because he couldn't verify it. So he turns it over to the police and then his house get raided by the police, the federal police. Explain that to me. Our justice system is in huge trouble right now. And I hate to say that as a cop for 25 years myself. All right, Viva Free finishing up with a Rittenhouse. Viva Free video, Rittenhouse trial should be over immediately. Just another viewpoint of what we just saw. Play it for me. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him, with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him, that he fired, right? Correct. Oh, shit. That's it. That's it. That's directed it. verdict it. directed verdict on all the murder charges kyle knows yeah directed verdict on the murder charges he just he just exhaled kyle, kyle oh he looks like he's gonna cry how do you not how do you not how do you not acquit after that <sighs> look at bigger look at bigger look at, the, look at big boy oh, oh big boy <laughs> Directed verdict means innocent on all charges right now. And that's exactly what the judge should do. The judge is good in this case. I like the judge. But right now, that's exactly what he should do. This case is over. It's definitively self-defense. It is over. All right, Kyle, Ritten, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse Defense Fund tweet. The baseless assaults on Kyle Rittenhouse's character and blatant lies about the events of, of August 25th, 2020 didn't just come from members of Congress. Joe Biden, candidate for president of the United States at the time, jumped on the defamation bandwagon to score political points. Here's a pic of what Joe Biden put out. There's no other way to put it. The president of the United States refused to disavow white supremacists on the debate stage last night, as we saw in Kenosha. So he says... That Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. All, and now there's been absolutely no proof whatsoever, no evidence whatsoever, no statements, nothing that has ever shown that Kyle Rittenhouse has white supremacist tendencies at all in any way, shape or form. But so Joe Biden is liable and see what needs to happen is somebody finally needs to take these people to court. It's just like Brett Kavanaugh with, with Christine Blasey Ford. With all of her baseless accusations, she has no time, no place, no address, nothing. She has absolutely nothing. And yet what happens when he gets, when he gets sworn in as a Supreme Court justice, he does nothing. So what happens? He opens the door for the next person to get libeled just like he was simply because he's a coward and will not take it on. He's afraid of the names that he'll be called if he takes that woman to court because she's some sort of quote unquote alleged victim. She is not an alleged victim. She's a false accuser. She's a libelist and she needs to be sued for what she's done. And it's the same thing. All of Rittenhouse's money, he's going to be a multi, multi, multi-millionaire and the people close to him. Now he's probably, he's 18 or 19 years old now. 
the people next to him, the people who are advising him, all these people, including Joe Biden, CNN, MSNBC, all of those that have libeled him, all of those that have defamed him need to be brought to terms. They need to be brought to court. We cannot keep allowing these people to get away with these things because they will keep doing it over and over and over again. You hit them where it hurts, they'll stop. All right, let's look at some videos. Now, I want to show you these videos because these are switching to vaccinations. Uh, some, I played two of these on Saturday. I'm going to play them again. They're all short. I want to actually show you testimonies of people that have been injured from vaccinations. Not just endlessly show you percentages and VAERS reports. I want to actually show you the testimonies of people whose lives have been destroyed by Pfizer Johnson, Johnson, Moderna, and AstraZeneca. I want you to see them. I want you to actually hear their voice. Play the first one for me. Scott Reif is in Air 7 HD with a look at a protest in Grand Park. Scott. Yeah, Philip, I apologize for the delay here. We're having a technical. That's not the right video. And he wake up from COVID, pilot jab victim, finances destroyed. Okay, fast forward. I don't know what that is. That's not the right one. That's got nothing to do with that's got nothing to do with vaccines at all. So I need uh, wake up from COVID if you can find it. Uh, pilot jab victim. Let's go. To the next one is Chief Nerd. You got that one? Play it for me. With respect to aviation safety, risk communication is critical. I saw five patients in clinic, two of which presented with chest pain days to weeks after vaccination and were subsequently diagnosed with pericarditis and worked up to rule out myocarditis. The third pilot had been vaccinated and felt like he was drunk, chronically fatigued within 24 hours after vaccination. The pilot told me he didn't know what to do, so he drank a lot of coffee to try and quote, wake himself up and continued to fly until he realized it wasn't going away. After I reported to my command, my concerns that in one morning I had to ground three out of three pilots due to vaccine injuries. The next day, my patient patients were canceled. My charts were pulled for review and I was told that I would not be seeing acute patients anymore. Just healthy pilots there for their flight physical. So as I said on Saturday and keeping this short, so she finds out three doctors are incapable of flying due to vaccination injury, grounds all three of them, and the response of the military is what? To no longer be, let, have her see patients. That's the response. Absolute fact responded to with absolute nonsense. Let's go to the next one. Uh, wake up from COVID video, extremely powerful testimony. I still feel like I'm being electrocuted 24-7. Play it for me. We're just everyday Americans. We are Republicans, we're Democrats, Libertarians, Independents. For us, this is not political. This is a human issue. I suffered a life-altering reaction to my COVID vaccine on November 4th, 2020, almost a year ago to this day. I suffered a cascade of neurological systems that persisted for months. And while my life has improved, I still feel like I'm being electrocuted 24-7. For the first several months, I was totally alone. I kept my symptoms and my story completely to myself. I thought that this was an isolated incident. But in the spring, I started finding more and more like me. 
And before we knew it, there were thousands of us, all of us, unable to receive medical care, recognition, either from the drug companies, the CDC, the FDA. We all suffered the same constellation of symptoms, which is very strange. It's a brand new disease. Nobody knew anything about this. Over 70% of us had had no previous existing health condition. Over 94% of us have not had any problem with any previous vaccine. 98% of us have had all of our previous vaccines. We are not anti-vax. We participated in studies across the country with very well-accomplished academics from, from reputable uh, research institutions. None of them can get their research published. They go journal after journal after journal, being turned down one after the next after the next. We then reached out to the media, being repeatedly told that we can't make the vaccines look bad. We are completely on our own. All we have is each other. 24 hours after Senator Johnson hosted our last conference, we had our Facebook support groups pulled apart. I lost contact with eight actively suicidal people just like that. And just so you know, that is at Senator Ron Johnson's hearing. So pay attention to people like Senator Ron Johnson, Rand Paul, people that are actually looking into this. Senator Ron, Senator Ron Johnson actually said from the Senate floor, and he's the only one who actually quoted the COVID-19 death rate coming out of the UK post-vaccination. At the time when he made that statement, 63% of COVID deaths in Great Britain were fully vaccinated people. Now it's 82 to 85% because in the first sampling, most of the people were not vaccinated. Most people with COVID-19 were not vaccinated. Now, 70 to 80% of their population is vaccinated and 82 to 85% of their COVID deaths are fully vaccinated people. Those are the absolute facts. Pay close attention to what Ron Johnson's uh, uh, doing up there because he's one of the very few people that's actually telling the truth. We found the video that I was looking for. Play it for me. Good morning, and thank you, Senator Johnson, for this opportunity. My name is Cody Flint. I'm a 33-year-old husband and the father of two young boys. I'm an agricultural pilot by profession with over 10,000 total flight hours. I have been very healthy my whole life with no underlying conditions. I received my first dose of the Pfizer COVID vaccine on February 1st. Within 30 minutes, I developed a severe stabbing headache that later became a burning sensation in the back of my neck. Two days after vaccination, I got, my got in my airplane to do a job that would take only a few hours. Immediately after taking off, I knew something was not right with me. I was starting to develop tunnel vision and my headache was getting worse. Approximately two hours into my flying, I pulled my airplane up to turn around and felt an extreme burst of pressure in my ears. Instantly, I was nearly blacked out, dizzy, disoriented, nauseous, and shaking uncontrollably. By the grace of God, I was able to land my plane without incident, although I do not remember doing this. My initial diagnosis of vertigo and a severe panic attack, although I've never had a history of either of these, was later replaced with left and right paralymphatic fistulas, eustachian tube dysfunction, and elevated intracranial pressure due to brain swelling. My condition continued to decline 
and my doctors told me only an adverse reaction to the vaccine or a major head trauma could have caused this much spontaneous damage. I've had six spinal taps over eight months to monitor my intracranial pressure and two surgeries eight weeks apart to repair the fistulas. I have missed nearly an entire year of my life and part of my children's lives. Days of baseball games, playing in the backyard, and just picking up my kids to hug them had been replaced with being trapped in a sick body, doctor visits, invasive procedures, and more questions than answers. I don't know if I'll ever be able to fly an airplane again. This vaccine has taken my career from me and the future I have worked so hard to build. I have used all of my savings to pay medical bills and just to be able to survive. My family and I are on the verge of losing everything we have. Just because he got double jabbed with one of these vaccines. And that's what's really happening. Play the next one for me. So on the cause of death, the doctors say that he had pneumonia for two days and that he had renal failure and then he passed yeah. away. However, labs, factual data, scans of his lungs completely prove that he was not experiencing any of those illnesses two hours before receiving the Moderna injection. It sounds like an open and shut case. I mean, you don't have you to be think. a super investigator to figure that out. I really do get extremely upset having to look at you dealing with the loss of your father. And now he's being used, like his death is being used for propaganda that is going to lead to the more adverse events and death of other innocent people that will never be made aware because doctors are in on the take. I want people to know and I want more people to, to speak out because I know it's not just him. Um, and people need to know what is actually happening. How many lives? You bring it back to me. There you go. So there you have it. There's a Moderna vax death. Never needed to occur. Go to those. There you go. Go to the next one. Disclose TV tweet. French health authority has no longer, no longer recommends the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine for people under 30 years of age. So why would this happen? Of course, that guy, the, that just the, the father of that woman that was speaking, he, of course, was over the age of 30. But why is this happening? These vaccines are so great. It makes me harken back to what Aaron Rodgers was saying. These vaccines are so great. Why is it that Moderna has no liability for anything? Why is it that Pfizer has no liability for any deaths or any infirmities caused by their own vaccines? Why is that exactly? If these vaccines are so great, you know, I mean, it just gets to the place of absolute insanity. People are dropping dead right before people's eyes and people will still, you still have all the vaccine pimps out there saying that the path out of this quote unquote plan pandemic is vaccinations. And you have thousands upon thousands. The reason why I played those videos is I wanted to put faces to names and faces to statistics because it's easy just to put up various reports and various numbers where we know that around 18,000 Americans for sure, absolutely verified, have died of these COVID-19 vaccinations. That does not take into account the Thomas Rents federal lawsuit, which alleged with a whistleblower that alleges another 45,000. 32,000, and this was months ago, out of Brazil have dropped dead from the vaccinations. 32,000 out of the European Union have dropped dead, and that's from months ago because everybody now is concealing and, and keeping all of this information quiet. 
Israel actually has a signed agreement with Pfizer not to release adverse vaccine uh, information into the public. That's a signed contractual agreement between the Israeli government and Pfizer. Now let's look at this video. Cardiologist attacks Pfizer for falsified data. Play it for me. Um, first of all, Majid, I must say, yeah, absolutely shocking. But uh, as you've already alluded to, not that surprising. If you look at the history of, of research integrity from the pharmaceutical industry going back many years, which I'll come on to. But I think what's uh, interesting and, you know, the BMJ don't do these investigations and publish them unless they're very, very thorough. And this um, this individual, this lady's allegations have been independently verified by two other employees. So it's very likely that what she's saying is is correct. And it's obviously very worrying, as you've already also alluded to, that it's not picked up. This should be international news, major international news. You know, that Pfizer trial, that pivotal trial, um, has resulted in, you know, because of that data, millions and millions of people have taken a vaccine. So the problem is that we are, as we have been doing for a long time in medicine, doctors, patients, clinical decisions are being made on incomplete, biased, and uh, in many cases, potentially corrupted data. Um, the pharmaceutical industry there, uh, you know, to make profit, um, they're not actually, they don't have a legal responsibility to give you the best treatment. So this is the way business is done. And unfortunately, the reason why it hasn't been uh, tackled is because there's not been any effective uh, interventions or sanctions that have been put on the pharmaceutical industry. If you look, you know, I, this is something I've campaigned on for many, many years. I actually gave a talk in the European Parliament a few years ago called Big Food and Big Pharma Killing for Profit. That was the name of the, of the, the title, question mark. And one of the things I said is between 2009, 2014, most of the top 10 pharmaceutical companies had paid uh, fines and criminal activity of around $13 billion for uh, hiding data on harms, illegal marketing of drugs, manipulation of results. Uh, and nothing really seems to have changed in the system. Just to give you one example, I'm, I'm quoting facts here. So GSK in 2012 paid the biggest uh, settlement in fraud of $3 billion. Glaxo Smith-Klein. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they paid $3 billion, but they, they made $25 billion in profit during the period covered by the settlement. Nobody got fired. Nobody was jailed. So this is business as usual for many of these companies. And... Yeah, you see the game that they play. Pfizer's about to go out of business before these vaccine mandates came in, before the Operation Warp Speed came in, all of that. They're about to go about to go under. But you saw right there, they get sued. I can't I think Glax, GlaxoSmithKline was sued uh, and they lost and they lost in the lawsuit three billion, but they made twenty five billion from the vaccines that they were pimping. So you see how this whole thing works. It I can we can show do they care? about those videos that I just saw. That woman lost her father. She'll never get her father again. Outside of Jesus, that pilot will never get his career again. I played one from a orthopedic surgeon on Saturday. He'll never have his career again outside of Jesus because he has lesions on his spinal cord that he got directly after being double jabbed. And here's the thing. Why are any of these people being back? Why would that orthopedic surgeon ever be vaccinated to begin with? You're talking about someone with vast medical knowledge. Why wouldn't he look into this? Because everybody is so brainwashed that if a vaccination comes out, you have to take it. What's amazing to me, and I've said this a million times, are all the conservatives who don't trust the left at all with anything but their body. 
That's amazing to me, whether it's Ted Cruz or Ben Shapiro, all of them that start off with their statements. You'll see all the conservatives that do this. I just read one on Twitter right before the show started that I, I so-and-so, I'm running for Congress. I myself am vaccinated, but I'm against the vaccine mandates. It's so funny to me that you take the vaccine from the people who are mandating the vaccine. You're against the mandates, but you're absolutely taking fine with taking the vaccine from the mandators. How does that make sense to anybody? All right, switching topics for a couple minutes. This is a Tom Elliott video. We're just going to look into Biden. And you just have to see the absolute ridiculousness. Now, again, you know, you just, you have to look at the root cause of all of this. And it is all politically agenda, agenda driven, absolute garbage. And you need to know that none of this stuff is not on purpose. It's on purpose. What they're trying to do is cause problems and then usher in their own solutions. That's exactly, you need to under, I'm not getting deep into this tonight, but you need to understand the World Economic Forum under Klaus Schwab. Where are the World Economic Forum offices? They're located in three places, New York City, Beijing, and Davos, Switzerland. That's where they're located. Beijing, the, is the army for the World Economic Forum. Joe Biden is just a doddering old fool that is simply a globalist governor in the eyes of the World Economic Forum who is yielding all of the sovereignty of the United States over to globalist, elitist, bourgeois snobs. You need to understand that the goal is to have a hundred ships docked off the coast of LA. That is the goal. That is not the problem. One six was the goal. It was not a failure of intelligence. It was an intelligence op. You need to understand these things because that you can't, nobody is this galactically incompetent. You might be like, no, Joe Biden could pull it off. No, he can't. Nobody is this galactically incompetent. It's on purpose. You have to understand that all of this is all what, what COVID is. And they will, people think that COVID's a warm up for the next thing. It's not a warm up for the next thing. It'll be intermingled with the next thing. It'll be used to usher in the next thing. But all the while, while the next thing's being ushered in, COVID will still be being used. The vaccine mandates, the mark of the beast, I mean, I'm sorry, vaccine passports. It'll be intermingled with climate change. That's what it's all about. And it's all the same sort of rhetoric. Listen to this press conference. Play it for me. You give us the construct of how you will deconstruct the racism that was built into the roadways that you talked to the Grio earlier when you broke that information with us. Can you talk to us about how that could be deconstructed? For sure, yeah. So you know, the principle of Justice 40 is that at least 40% of the clean investments in this bill will go to benefit the communities that are overburned, overburdened and, and underserved. So part one of that is defining those those investments that are eligible, and that's a lot of it, and we're working to map out kind of program by program, mode by mode, uh, what would qualify. For example, if we're uh, buying clean buses, right, how do we make sure in terms of where those buses go, but also looking at the business opportunity, the jobs that are going to be created, the businesses that, that uh, will have a chance to compete uh, for, for the business opportunities it creates. That too, I think, is a very important element of equity here that's in the spirit of Justice 40. And again, we have a lot of guidance and oversight from the White House since that's an administration-wide initiative. But we know that we've got to build our own internal uh, kind of ways of, of uh, aligning and defining that inside the administration. As to where we target those, those dollars, 
you know, I, I'm still surprised that some people were surprised when I pointed to the fact that uh, if a highway was built for the purpose of di dividing a white and a black neighborhood, or if an underpass was constructed such that a bus carrying mostly black and Puerto Rican kids uh, to a beach, or there would have been, uh, in New York was, was designed uh, too low for it to pass by, that that obviously reflects racism that went into those design choices. Um, Back I don't to me. So I just, I was waiting. I, I hated to even make you sit through the word, word salad that is Pete Buttigieg. However, race, the ra um, racial inequities are nothing more than a race hustle. The next one, COVID, is nothing more than the next hoax. Climate is nothing more than the next hoax. All hoax, all these things are racial injustice. Climate and COVID and vaccines are nothing more than purveyors to usher in their agenda. See now, and Pete Buttigieg, he may not even know. I've, I've talked about this with my son recently. My son's like, "What do you think that these people, like you know, Gavin Newsom, disappeared for eleven days, disappeared, and then he gave his his little interview today in a kind of a dark room with angle to the right? Strange how that was. But he disappeared for eleven days, canceled out of the COP twenty six co climate conference at the UN, canceled out of all that. His explanation was that he had to go to Halloween with his kids." For 11 days, 11 days worth of Halloween. That's a whole lot of Halloween right there. So he canceled out of all that. And my son's like, why would he take the vax if he's part of the globalist lead? He's not. He's a hand puppet. Joe Biden is a hand puppet. The, the, it goes way higher than that. You need to be looking at those that never leave. Joe Biden has been a non-player for years and years. And then all of a sudden, he was a, he's been a non-player for forever. He's simply a globalist stooge. That's all that he is. He's a hand puppet for Klaus Schwab. You need to look at the Kerrys, the Obamas, of course, Klaus Schwab, Xi Jinping, people like that. Jacinda Ardern out of New Zealand. Watch those people. Watch for the people like Dan Andrews who have signed on for Belt and Road, the Belt and Road Initiative coming out of the CCP in China where they'll give you hundreds of billions of dollars to build out your community with ties, of course, to, to China, with obligations to China. China is buy, buying up and influencing vast swaths of Africa and African governments under their Belt and Road Initiative right now. That's what you need to watch. Klaus Schwab and the WEF are the globalists. The CCP, the PLA is their army. The PLA, People's Liberation Army, it's kind of funny how this worked too, because you have another People, People's Liberation Army that is now located in Afghanistan, which was fully funded by who? The hand puppet of Klaus Schwab, Joe Biden, who gave $85 billion, $85 billion worth of American military equipment to now the 26th largest army on the planet. The 26th largest military on the planet was done in, the, in a matter of 17 days between Joe Biden and giving $85 billion worth of American equipment to the new PLA, the People's Liberation Army of Afghanistan the new Arab Emirates of Afghanistan, whatever they call themselves. And China is in talks with them right now to go in and occupy Bagram Air Force Base, which Mark Milley and the Joint Chiefs all deserted. It's all a hoax. Racial inequity, hoax. Systemic racism, hoax. COVID-19, yes, there's a real virus. The response is a hoax. Notice how it always works for them. COVID itself kills people. 
The response to COVID has starved to death three to 400 million people. Absolute fact. The vaccines are killing people. So the vi- and, and remember where this was launched from. Again, this, the PLA is all over the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The PLA, the Army for the, the World Economic Forum, they're all over the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And of course, and of course, so is Bill Gates. You need to watch Bill Gates's of the world. Of course, the globalists, the Jeff Bezos's of the world. Watch them. They will try to get Elon Musk next. Watch. Hopefully he holds on. He's not part of them yet, but they will try. They'll try to get him next. But they cause the problems to usher in their solutions. It's funny how it works that you had hundreds of millions of dollars being put into tens of millions of dollars, at least Bill Gates alone put tens of millions of dollars into the Wuhan Institute of Virology, where you have the PLA creating bioweapons. Lo and behold, COVID is released while they have the world military games going on at the exact same moment that they were having event 201, which was put on by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the World Economic Forum. Event 201, where they were wargaming against coronavirus, right? Which none of us had ever heard of a coronavirus. Were they warring to defeat coronavirus or warring to use coronavirus to usher in their globalist agenda? What is their globalist agenda? It's easy to say. It's very easy. It's to create a system of haves and have-nots where they are the haves. And as many of the have-nots as die off is fine, as long as there's enough of you, enough of us to serve them, where they will, will own nothing and be happy while they rent everything to us, while the world is their playground. All of these people, whether it's Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, many others that we can name, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, got to watch him too. He's a globalist elitist, World Economic Forum guy. They are all what you call transhumanists. You may, you may think that's conspiracy theory. Please pull it up. It is not conspiracy theory. They're all transhumanists. The fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Psalm chapter 14, verse 1. That's who these people are. They're transhumanists. They believe there is no God. They believe there is no judgment day ever coming for them. They believe that they will live forever in some form or fashion. While they, how they intend to do it right now is to transform their essence into a computer. That's the truth. That's really what, pull it up. Pull it up. See, Klaus Schwab said that. This is what these people believe. And they meet every year and discuss it. And it's not just the WEF. It's the COP26, the Global UN Summit. The UN's part of the World Economic Forum. The UN was part of Event 21. World Health Organization's part of the World Economic Forum, part of Event 21. All of them part of the Great Reset, which is the World Economic Forum. That's what it's about. Racial inequities, systemic racism, it's not, listen, is there racism? Of course there's racism. Is there COVID? Of course there, there's COVID. But what they do is simply, they using the statistics right out of the FBI UCR statistics, is they use a very small problem and blow it up using gaslighting and propaganda to make it big. COVID-19 is 99.9% survivable. We all know that. For children who they're trying to vaccinate right now, it's 99.997% survival from the Ionitis Stanford study. 99.99% survivable. It's 997% survivable 
20 to seven times, 27 to 20 times more survivable than the flu. But they're trying to vaccinate the entire, every child from five to 11 in the United States right now. It makes absolutely no sense. So they use absolutely very, uh, a very small chance of death and they magnify it. They did that with the race hustle. It's between 10 and 20 on average, again, per FBI UCR statistics, unarmed black men are killed by the police every year. More than double or more than double than that are, uh, are killed who are white, who are unarmed by the police. People will say, well, that's because white people make up a substantial, a substantially larger portion of the population. Very true. However, 50% of all murders are committed by black men. So they're going to have a whole lot more interaction. So that very, that just totally uh, takes away that completely, completely takes away that argument. So they use that and they say, you know what? So the existential threat to black men is white law enforcement officers. It's not. Last year, there was about 14,000 black homicide victims. 97% of them were killed by other black people, not law enforcement. Law enforcement added up to about 2% of that. 97% were killed by other black men. You see how they, they use a very small chance of death, gaslight it and magnify it to usher in a globalist agenda. That is what they're doing. Uh, let's look at this. Elijah, I had to put this in. I just love this tweet. Good thing you saved. They, remember they put out, Jen Psaki actually advertised this on the, on the White House's uh, website and Twitter feed. They are saving you four cents on your July 4th barbecue. Now let's look how they're doing for, uh, for Thanksgiving. Last year's Thanksgiving turkey, same 16 pounder, 28 bucks. This year, 55 bucks. That's the Biden administration and it's on purpose. The reason is, they're causing the supply chain shortage. So you have to come to them for the answer. So you will bow. And the church led the way in March of 2020. Mega church leaders, mega church ministry leaders led the way in 2020. As soon as there was a very small chance of death virus given to you, you bent your knees, you grabbed your ankles, you locked down, you quarantined and you strapped masks on your face. You led the way. Judgment begins at the house of God. First Peter chapter four, verse 17. This is why you never bend. Ever. This is kind of a silly example, but listen, that kind of hurts, does it not? It's nearly double the amount. It's just shy. It really is. 28 and 28 is what? 56, right? So it's right there. It's double the amount for a turkey this year. It's on purpose. This is what happens when you elect a globalist into the White House. What did what, you like? I told you earlier, you have the WEF, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum. They want to be the globalist, elitist, snob, bourgeois leaders, right? Their army is the CCP. Who did the, uh, the PLA, which is the army of the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party? Who gave Joe Biden and Hunter Biden $1.5 billion? Uh, that would be the CCP-controlled bank. 1.5. This is not very... Have you ever noticed that Joe Biden doesn't deny that? Have you ever noticed that Hunter Biden doesn't deny that? Do you ever notice that the globalist media suppresses Hunter Biden's laptop so that it never gets reported on? Have you noticed that the FBI 
had the laptop before the election, before Donald Trump's second impeachment, which have, which would have completely exonerated him from the impeachment. But the FBI had that the entire time and refused to even talk about it, to investigate. To this day, there's been no criminal investigation of Hunter Biden, even though there's many incriminating uh, pieces of information that are on that laptop, both for Hunter and for Joe. Neither Hunter or Joe denies that they flew over to Beijing on Air Force Two together, at which time Joe Biden helped secure for Hunter Biden a $1.5 billion payout for his consultancy skills. Hunter Biden's consultancy skills? Consultancy on what? How to take a deep drag off a crack pipe? What, what, is, he consulting, what is he consulting on exactly? But lo and behold, everything that Joe Biden does even listen, they always put out all of these actors put out different things at different times to make themselves look good. If you're Ben Sass and you're you're simply a Democratic Party shill, you're a, you're a gutless beta male worm like Ben Sass and Mitt Romney. Well, occasionally they'll float some sort of bill out there that says they're pro-life. They'll do that every now and then. They never do a daggum thing to ever try to take down Roe v. Wade. They never do anything like that because they're gutless worms and they've long since been bought off. So they all float this. So you'll see Joe Biden on occasion float out some sort of stupid uh, legislation that says he's being tough on China. He's been bought and paid for. He paid for an army that named itself after China's army. The new Afghan army, the Afghan Emirates army is now named after the PLA, it's called the People's Liberation Army. It's funny how that always works out, isn't it? It's funny how he deserted an Air Force base. They never needed to desert. It's out in the middle of nowhere, but in a strategically, strategically awesome uh, position, 400 miles from the, from the border of China, Bagram Air Force Base, of which all this right now, we could be controlling everything. In Afghanistan, nobody ever needed to die. Everybody could have been evacuated right at Bagram. Still have hundreds of Americans, maybe thousands of Americans, thousands of our allies being butchered in the streets right now in in Afghanistan. Only a matter of time until they start killing Americans because Joe Biden's a gutless worm. It would all be controlled from Bagram. But Joe Biden, strategically funny how he gave that up to the Chinese Communist Party who are now talking about right now occupying it. Strange how it works out that way every time, isn't it? Very strange. Let's go to the next one. GOP tweet. American families are set to see their heating costs increase by as much as 54% this winter. 54%. Have you ever seen these numbers before? The gas has gone up 130 per gallon. It right now, for the first time, I believe in history, crested over $7 a gallon in California. Listen, if you voted... uh, for Gavin Newsom in the recall election, you got what you deserve. For the rest of you, you have my sympathy living in California. But you ought to either get out or figure out what you're going to do. You need to be winning one district after another there, and you need to be auditing your elections. But it, we, we have statistics that are absolutely, it's gotten so wild now. It's just like our national debt, where you've got $30 trillion. It means nothing to any of us because we really don't get what a trillion is. A trillion is a million billions. Pretty wild, isn't it? Or is it a thousand billions? It's a thousand billions. A trillion is a thousand billions. It's, it's, but we have $30 trillion in debt. We don't really comprehend it. We get, we get absolutely propagandized. We get brainwashed by these numbers. Our murder rate in the country is up 30 to 40% right now. 30 to 40% up. We have, that has never happened in our lifetime. 
Never. I'm 53 years old, born in 1968. That has never happened in my lifetime. Ever. A mayor who has his murder rate go up 4% will not be reelected. Bill de Blasio in New York, their murder rate is up between 30 and 40%. And they just elected another Democrat. So it's, we are absolutely, they're not we, I know those of you who are watching are not, but this country is brainwashed that where your, your heating bill goes up 54% from November of 2020 to November of 2021, your heating bill goes up 54%. We have numerous products that we buy on a regular basis that are up in the neighborhood of 20 to 100%. All because this this is not galactic incompetence from a president who has dementia. It is not. Joe Biden doesn't have dementia, by the way. He doesn't. He's had brain surgeries. He is impaired, but he doesn't have dementia. I know that bothers a lot of you, but he doesn't. I'm telling you. And by the way, they're about to get his physical done. He won't have dementia, according to official reports. Not that I believe those either, but he doesn't. This is on purpose. He's not running the show. The people that are running the show are two people. Ron Klain and Susan Rice and, well, three, Barack Obama behind the scenes. That's who's running the show. But 54%. And Barack Obama is a World Economic Forum stooge. He is one of their hand puppets. This is his program. All the while, think about it. Think about the absolute false flag that is climate change as Barack Obama espouses it while he lives on an island. Think about it. So 54% in one in one year. Never seen any numbers like this before. This is why you do not strap masks on your face. You don't strap a mask on your face that does nothing to assuage Anthony Fauci, to assuage your your wisdom your alleged wisdom based uh, church members, the wisdom class I call them. Well, you know, yeah, we believe the Bible, but. You know, at these at these at these desperate times, you know, we have to use wisdom. That's that's uh, it's just all lies. Because what happens is, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. So if you sow lies, you strap a mask on your face because you want to be culturally acceptable. You will then reap lies, and that's what we're getting out of the White House. All this stuff is completely on purpose. They want to jack up. Your home heating bills, your, your what's the exact thing? Uh, heating costs, it's really what, what it is, is oil costs. They want to jack those up and then offer you their solution. Their solution will be their climate, while they live in giant mansions, remember 400 private jets flew to the COP summit, right? 400 private jets. Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos were just off the coast of Turkey at the G20, partying on their yachts, flying in helicopters, and then flew from the G20 summit to Glasgow, Scotland, in their private jets, one, two of 400 private jets, while you will not be allowed to fly at all. In Seattle, there's less than a 1,000 cops on the streets for the entire city of Seattle, while Jenny Durkin, the, the, the elitist snob mayor, has her own private security, while Nancy, they have the defund the police effort, Nancy Pelosi, on the other hand, gave $60 million to her own police force, which is the Capitol Police, which are setting up 
their own satellite offices. Check it. This is not right-wing conspiracy. It's absolute fact. They will not deny any of this. The Capitol Police are setting up their satellite offices throughout the country to investigate threats to congressmen and women. So again, and and again, the Capitol Police... And the entire city of Seattle has less than a thousand cops now due to vaccine mandates and the defund police movement. But Nancy Pelosi's own personal police force has 2,700 police officers for a two square mile area. Do you see how it's working? All the guns for them, no guns for you. They will burn fossil fuels however they see fit, but you will not travel anywhere. They will tell you that you have to wear a mask while they don't. That's the plan. It's been the plan from day one. Let's go to the next one, Chuck Colastro. Breaking report, U.S. producer price inflation jumps 8.6% in a year. That is unheard of year over year in October, matching the largest increase in history. Breaking 9-11 video, Biden's Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm bursts into laughter when asked about the plan that she would have to increase oil production in America. This is how they think of us. Play it for me. In Sturgis, Michigan, it is $2.89 a gallon. I guess that's better than in California. What is the grand home plan to increase oil production in America? That is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this, as you know, of course. Me? The same. That's the same rhetoric. By the way, build back better. Same rhetoric all throughout the world. That's what Jacinda Ardern says. That's what uh, Morrison says out of Australia. That's what uh, Boris Johnson says. That's what Klaus Schwab says. That's what Justin Trudeau says out of Canada. Build back magic wand. Who said magic wand before? The other globalist elitist snob. Barack Obama, when he's talking about manufacturing jobs being brought back to the United States, which Donald Trump brought back hundreds of thousands of them, and he said it was impossible. What am I supposed to have, a magic wand? It must be in the stupid playbook. They must, for those, it must be in the globalist, elitist, snob, bourgeois playbook that you go. What do you do when you're faced with a question that you cannot answer? Oh, you know what? Oh, index number 420 says claim that you don't have the magic wand. And she laughs about it. You know why? Because Jennifer Grandholm will never suffer from having to pay a high gas bill because she's a multi multi-millionaire. It doesn't matter to them. We think Joe Biden is ever going to be affected by a global fossil fuel shortage? No, that'll simply be you while they continue, while, while Leonardo DiCaprio and John Kerry, not flying together on a private jet, their own personal private jets, fly off again to Glasgow, fly off again to Davos for their, for their, for their climate summits that have nothing to do with climate. And they have to do with all of them. Here's a new word. All of them being globalist monarchs. That's all that this is about. He causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man. And that number is six, six, six. Don't you don't think that this is all lining up? With Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18, it is. But the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. Second Peter chapter three, verse nine. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise of some kind of slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. What's the verse right after that? But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. 
The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. So you have the verse right before where you're talking about the apocalyptic uh, destruction of the earth. You right before that, you have the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. First Timothy chapter two, verse four. So here's the thing. We can hold this all back. We have the ability. If you are an evangelical believer, you need to be operating in the power of the Holy Spirit. You need to be operating in the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Many of you have been going to butter knife churches for year after year after year after year. So all these people that go to these butter knife churches, as soon as some sort of propagandized, gaslit, false flag COVID operation is launched towards you, you grabbed your ankles and closed your churches. Because you don't operate by hearing the voice of the Spirit. You don't operate by studying to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.15 So all the churches don't even recognize what's happening. But it is not too late. You can repent. If you're a Christian leader and you close down your church or your ministry for even a day, a minute, or an hour because of this nonsense, understand that you are led astray by the Antichrist spirit. And you need, as if you're a leader, you need to publicly repent. The rest of you, you need to repent to God. Stop acting like you didn't cave to COVID when you did. You know that you did. You know that you quarantined. You know you strapped masks on and put rubber gloves on. You know you locked down your churches. You know you stopped going to church because you were afraid of COVID. Or you were afraid of what people would think about you going to church in the midst of COVID. I didn't do any of those things. I don't need to repent in that area. I've had plenty of things that I've had to repent of in my life. And I'm calling on you to do the, exactly the same thing so that we can rise up and live under 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. We can hold back the mark of the beast for your children and for their children's children. We can, but we must stand. We must do it now. You, you, you have got to decide. You can't be like, and I, I agree. I've actually shifted. I was more of get the heck out of your state if that's what they're doing. And I heard Jonathan Shuttlesworth preach, so I switched to what he, th- what he thinks on it, is make your stand first. They tell you, you know what? You either get vaxxed or you lose your job. Make them fire you. Then... You got a nice little federal class action lawsuit that you'll be made a millionaire on. Make them fire you, then go. And listen, if you're not a Christian, you need to say right now, repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I turn from my sins and I turn my life over to you. Pray that prayer or just pray. Hopefully you prayed it with me right there. If not, pray it right now. Because you may be a strong conservative, but you're going to need the power of the Holy Spirit to stand in these times. And the Holy Spirit only comes to those who are saved. All right, Daily Caller, a video. You don't believe that they have a plan to collapse our economy? Play it for me. For certain 
uh, troubled industries and firms that are in transitioning. And here what I'm thinking about is primarily coal industry and oil and gas industry. A lot of the smaller players in that industry are uh, going to probably uh, go bankrupt in, in, in short order. At least we want them to go bankrupt if we want to tackle climate change, right? So the Biden nominee for comptroller of currency wants fossil fuel industries to go bankrupt. You just heard her say it. Eventually, they will. They do expose themselves because he wants you to understand something. They're agenda-driven. They're not smart. These are not smart people. They're agenda-driven. They use fear. Whenever you have to use fear, you lack intelligence. Joseph Stalin was not a smart man. Adolf Hitler was not a smart man. They used fear. If you ever look at documentaries on Adolf Hitler and Joseph Stalin, these were not smart people. They simply use fear and that's all they are. They will explain. You think Joe Biden's smart? And I'm not talking about mental impairment. I'm not talking about him being 79 years old. His whole life he's been an idiot. These are not, Barack Obama is not a smart person. Everybody always talks about how eloquent a speaker he is. He, ah, A-H is every other word the man says. Uh, I, uh, uh, uh. This is, these are not smart. Michelle Obama is not smart. Jen Psaki is not smart. These people will reveal themselves. Look at this poll, Rona McDaniel, head of the RNC, who needs to do a much better job. Need to be, need to be tenacious, Rona. We need to be spending money on, you know what, finding out who it is that's counting the ballots. We need to be in the room when they're counting the ballots, Rona. Make it happen. Just 38% of Americans approve of Joe Biden. 38%. And here's the fun one. And just 28% approve of Kamala Harris. Biden is a failed president. That goes without saying. We are turning it around. Don't get, don't be afraid or dismayed because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, it's God's. Second Chronicles 2015. If you turn it over to God and as a believer operate in the power of the Holy Spirit, speaking the language of the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Let's look at COVID for a couple minutes. This is a Wittgenstein video. It's entitled Hero, War on COVID Therapies. I want you to know this man. This is a doctor. His name is Dr. Peter McCullough. Play it for me. Now is Dr. Peter McCullough. Dr. Peter McCullough. Dr. Peter McCullough. Dr. Peter McCullough. Internist and cardiologist. He's been spearheading efforts to get this countervailing perspective in front of Congress. Where's the conversation about the treatment of COVID-19. Patients actually think that the virus is untreatable. And so what happens is they go out to get a diagnosis. Now I'm a COVID survivor. My wife in the galley is a COVID survivor. My father in a nursing home is a COVID survivor. You get handed a diagnostic test. It says, here, you're COVID positive. Go home. Is there any treatment? No. That's the standard of care in the United States. Hydroxychloroquine's most frequently prescribed drug uh, for this condition worldwide is the most studied drug. I can tell you firsthand, hydroxychloroquine does not cause giant scars in the heart. There have been cases all over the country of doctors trying to help patients. And hydroxychloroquine is one of four to six drugs we use for COVID-19. It is extraordinary. There's not a single media doctor on TV who's ever treated a COVID patient. Not a single one. There's not a single person in the White House Task Force has ever treated a patient. Lancet published a fake paper that came from a fake database 
that implied that hydroxychloroquine hurt people in the hospital. And we looked at it in two seconds, I knew it was a fake paper. I don't want anybody to think that the myocarditis of the natural infection is anything like what we're seeing with the vaccines. It's a totally different syndrome. We're six months into the vaccine program and we've had no detailed press briefing on vaccine safety. We've had 21,000 hospitalizations. The vaccine has no protective effect against the Delta variant. It's no time to rush out and get the vaccine. America has to wake up right here, right now. So there's Dr. Peter McAuliffe, and I want you to see once again, I gave you the litany earlier. Everything that they do, and I'm talking about the bourgeois elites, talking about those, the pimps and whores for the vaccines, all of these people, the globalist elitists, everything they do kills people. They lock us down. That kills three to 400 million people. When you lock down the first world, you kill the third world. Simple as that. That's absolute fact. That came from the United Nations. Three to 400 million people have starved to death because of the COVID lockdowns. COVID itself kills people, though not nearly as many as they say. COVID itself kills people. The vaccine kills people. All the while during this entire COVID response hoax, we've had 100 million abortions. That's killed people. People at the suicide rates through the roof. That kills people. Why? Because these people are followers of the devil. It says Jesus spoke about this in John chapter 8, verse 44. You belong to your father, the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning. And you want to carry out your father's desires. That's who these people are. Everything they do results in death. It's on purpose. It really is on purpose. And here's the other thing they do. They suppress prophylactic treatments hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, monoclonal therapies, they suppress them, and that results in death. Basically, statistically, it's 100% that when somebody goes in and has the initial symptoms of mild COVID, which is how it always starts, it doesn't just light up and become mega COVID. Here's the Anthony Fauci response. Oh, you, they stick that thing up there, scrape your brain, PCR test, say you're positive for COVID, send you home. Say, come back. When you're really sick, we'll fill you full of remdesivir and kill you in the hospital. That's the, or we'll, you know, try to get you vaccinated and kill you in the hospital. That's the Anthony Fauci way. Now, someone like Peter McAuliffe, Ryan Cole, you know, people, Charles Hoff, people like that, you come into their office, they give you ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine and get you on monoclonal therapies and basically 100% survival rate. That all was suppressed that all was laughed at and mocked by all of the globalist elitist snobs, the bourgeois elite. Why? Because if you don't have monoclonal, you don't have ivermectin, you don't have hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin and zinc, if you don't have any of those things, you get to kill more people. That's what they want. They kill 60 million people a year in the womb. That absolutely just puts Hitler and Stalin to shame when it comes to death. Think about that over just a two-year period, a three-year period, a four-year period. That's 240 million people. 240 million people in four years. So in 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, 240 million people were killed by the bourgeois elite inside the womb. Donald Trump comes in. And he tries to change it, defunds international abortion, defunds Planned Parenthood to the tune of $600 million. 
And what do they have to do? They impeach him twice because you got to get, we want our murders. We've got to get our scalps. We got to have our murders. Wake up from COVID video. Something very dark is going on. Peter McAuliffe again, play it for me. If we don't act now, what people say is we are going to be like Australia. Australia has very little COVID. On most days, they have more COVID, they have more vaccine deaths than COVID deaths. There's something wrong going on in Australia big time. And South Africa is next in line. Europe is next in line. It's a very disturbing place right now. And they're at the point where they are at a breaking point. They have restricted their freedoms. It can't be about COVID at this stage. What's going on about in Australia is not about COVID. It's about some type of mental uh, contagion. It's about some type of psychosis, some type of neurosis, some type of totalitarian takeover that's occurred all over the world. Something very dark is going on. COVID is a platform, an event that's been planned. It's been organized. The vaccines were planned and organized in some way to effect some type of very, very large change occurring worldwide. But whatever's going on, the principles are lockstep. And what I mean by lockstep is that everybody is in lockstep, meaning there's some guy on his knees in the Philippines. If he doesn't take the vaccine, he's not going to get his government check. And some kid is going to be on their knees in L.A. because he can't go to school if he doesn't take the vaccine. This same type of, of, of coercion and reprisal is going on worldwide. It's in the minds of people. This cannot be about money. It cannot. It cannot be about Pfizer. It's not. It can't be about it can't be about Bill Gates. It's not. It's something very, very big going on in the world. In many ways, in a kind of a, a perverse way, it's a very exciting time to be alive. All of us are charged. I can feel the charge in the room. Something is going on. This book gives you the material transfer agreement between Moderna. Aaron, that's good. So let's look at this now. Obviously, something's going on. Let's go to the Justin Hart tweet. Let's, let, let's dissect this a little bit. Again... Absolute fact is presented, responded to with absolute nonsensical statements. There are no convincing studies, not one, showing masks protect others, and there are less than zero studies showing masks protect themselves, uh, protects, protect your own self. So then you have, in response to that, there's the absolute fact. That is undeniable fact. Not one study shows that masks protect you or others. Nothing. So you have the head of the CDC, Rochelle Walensky, who has never treated a patient in her life, who is a college professor. That's who she is. Never treated a patient in her life. Just like Dr. McCullough said, all of these spokespeople, Fauci, Francis Collins, Rochelle Walensky, never seen a patient in their lives. Not one time. They've never subscribed. They've never prescribed anything to anybody. So now you have the absolute fact. There is no studies at all that show mass work, either in giving or not giving COVID. Show right there. Don't protect you. Don't protect others. So here's her response. Play it for me. The evidence is clear. Masks can help prevent the spread of COVID-19 by reducing your chance of infection by more than 80%. Bold-faced lie. That is an absolute, where she get, how did, where did, what study is it 
that she says that it lowers your chances of getting COVID by 80%. And not one person in the media asked what study Rochelle Walensky says that a mask protects you from getting the virus to the tune of an 80% reduction rate. Not one, not anywhere. Kyle Lamb tweet. There is not a single study in the entire world that has been produced during the pandemic or especially before that shows mass reduced infections by 80%. This is the most comically bad misinformation. Of course, I'm banned off of YouTube for life from the church, from my church for life because of alleged misinformation because I believe I used the word ivermectin in a sermon. This is the most comically bad information I have ever seen. Ivermectin, the developer of Ivermectin, received a Nobel Peace Prize. You have this clown, Rochelle Walensky, who has a DR in front of her name for some inexplicable reason. CDC has been reduced to outright lies. It is. Those are just outright lies. And do the do the bourgeois elite actually believe in masks? Play the next one for me. So explain the science when you're all alone walking down the street with a mask on and then you take it off to go and be in a large crowd of people. They don't believe a word they are saying. But yet there are churches right now that are closing up their sanctuaries and opening them to become vaccine centers by the very people that they allegedly are against politically. Those churches are allegedly pro-life, but we are are vaccinating people with the pro-death people's vaccine. Does everybody get that? Churches are using their sanctuaries to vaccinate people using the vaccination from the people that are their, that are their political enemies. That's the, that's the thing that absolutely blows me away when I hear Ben Shapiro proudly say, I'm vaccinated. My wife is vaccinated. My parents are vaccinated, but he's against vaccine mandates. He's a, if he, he, if he played that video probably has of Kamala Harris, he would say, what's the science behind Kamala Harris walking alone down the street, pulling her mask off and jumping into a crowd of people. And that violates all their protocols. And he would mock that, but then take Kamala Harris's vaccine. The very people that stand against everything that he believes in, he takes their vaccine. He doesn't trust them with his tax dollars. He doesn't trust them with his kids. He doesn't trust them with getting a license. He doesn't trust their law enforcement agencies, but he trusts them with his body. I hope everybody out there can see this. Uh, You know, one of the biggest purveyors of vaccine mandates and wearing a mask everywhere you possibly can go is Chucky e. Schumer. Well, let's look at Chuck on vacation, shall we? Play it for me. So do the bourgeois believe anything? No, no police for you. Plenty of police for them. No guns for you. Plenty of guns for them. You will be masked while they're not masked. And how this, how does that not tick off liberals? How does this not tick you off Democrats? How does this not, how does this not tick you off? I know there's a couple of you out there watching that are very devout branch COVIDians. How does it not tick you off to see one of your high priests like, like Chuck Schumer being such a galactic hypocrite? 
Doesn't it bother you that you are so devout that you have, yeah, side by side, that you have so, you, you're so devout, you have your mask on, you got your I got vaxxed medallion on that you ordered from Kathy Hochul, governor of New York, and you're so proud of all of your fake COVID virtue, and then one of the high priests of the branch COVIDian order, Chucky e. Schumer, is out there being a galactic hypocrite? Doesn't it make you kind of question all that you believe that Chuck Schumer, as a 78-year-old man, is in a crowded room, unmasked, violating all of the COVID protocols that he has espoused for the last 20 months? Does it not give you pause at all? It would for me. Of course, I never believed it to begin with, so I don't have to worry about it. Here's their overall goal. You can just side-by-side side this. This is China. This is what China has going on right now, and this is their goal for America. Joe Biden received $1.5 billion. Your kids <clears throat> masked with QR codes put on their chest. This is absolutely real. This is absolutely what's going on. These are the people that created the virus. This is the goals that they wanted to have put in place where they didn't have, Xi Jinping didn't have enough control. And by the way, he's in big trouble. So yeah, unleash this virus. And now you get even more control because people are scared. So you cause the problem and you offer them the solution. And there's their solution right there. That's absolutely true. That's not some sort of hoax video. That's the real deal. George P. Bush tweet. Austin mayor canceled our Veterans Day parade, again, showing you that this is all politically motivated. Last month in Austin, there were 75,000 people at ACL, 400,000 people at an F1 race, and 20,000 people at every soccer game. But Mayor Adler, who, by the way, he's, he's the one, he told everybody to keep this up. He told everybody, you are not allowed, last Thanksgiving, you are not allowed to go anywhere outside of your own home for Thanksgiving while he himself flew to the Cayman Islands, met other family members that he does not live with. That was his major protocol. Don't have Thanksgiving with people you don't live with because you're going to spread the virus. But he himself went and spread the virus in the Cayman Islands with people he doesn't live with. Absolutely fine. So Mayor Adler, the COVID hypocrite that he is, he stopped using the excuse of COVID as a political tool to shut down all that doesn't fit with your liberal agenda. Soccer games are fine. Black Lives Matter protests with 100,000 people are fine. 75,000 people at ACL is fine. 20,000 people at every soccer game is fine. But when it's a Veterans Day parade, suddenly COVID is initiated as a reason to cancel it. That's all that it's been about from day one, COVID caving pastor. Stop acting like yeah, Tom, you're always picking on Christians. That's because I'm a Bible reader. Judgment begins with the house of God first. You judge those inside the church. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 3. You judge those inside the church, not those outside the church. You judge those. You're not supposed to judge anybody. Who told you that? That's a bold-faced lie. Jesus said, do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. This is what it's been about from day one. Anything that they can use COVID for to advance their political agenda, they will do. Or to take away from the political agenda of their political enemies. That's all that it's been about from day one. So Christians, please stop espousing your fake virtue. Please quit using the excuse of, well, you know, we shut down at the beginning because we just didn't know how bad it was. Is that a Bible verse? Absolutely not a Bible verse at all. Let's go to the next one. Dr. Andrew Kaufman, avoid all tests. Play it for me. Be very clear about this message. The one thing that everyone can do is to refuse testing. 
And this is because testing is the primary tool that is being used to create artificial cases of a disease which characterize healthy people. And the number of cases that are found by this meaningless test in healthy people is the main reason that the government is using to shut us down and take away our freedoms. And if you submit for any reason to this test, you are driving that tyranny forward. And there you go. Let's look at this final tweet of the night. Ninyard waiting. Given the use of high threshold values for diagnosis of COVID-19, which is what the doc, Dr. Andrew Kaufman was just talking about. These are all doctors now. Not Tom Lipley. These are doctors. The rates and causes, cases and deaths have been grossly exaggerated. Look at the next, next sentence. The evidence is so overwhelming and coming in from all sources except the U.S. CDC. We are the only ones who count COVID deaths the way that we do. Where a doctor can presume it's a COVID death, where it's a positive PCR test, where somebody who has extreme mitigating factors like they're in um, stage four lung cancer in hospice, die one, you die a week after being diagnosed with a positive PCR test, put down as a COVID death. We're the only ones to do that. That's why we allegedly have seven to 800,000 COVID deaths. We don't. The, there's only about 25,000 total died in the United States of COVID only. Our average age of death of COVID 79. The average age of death in America is 77. This is all true. The evidence is so overwhelming in coming in from all sources except the U.S. CDC. Remember what I told you. I had, I'll, I'll show you the slides again at some point. 82 to 85% of all COVID deaths in the UK are fully vaccinated people because their health reporting system is more honest than ours. The evidence is so overwhelming and coming in from all sources except the US CDC that Italy has revised its estimated number of COVID deaths. Look at the bottom, PCR proven an unmitigated disaster. Italy reduces its COVID-19 death number. Do you see this? Do you see this? 97% they have lowered lowered their death count of COVID 97% which by the way if you took ours our alleged high sevens COVID deaths and reduced it down to legitimate COVID deaths people who died exclusively of COVID which by the way has been two kids in the United States two kids that died exclusively of COVID what number you think you'd get here 25,000 that is the way that they, these things are the truth. So there is the absolute truth and it will be responded to by the left in nonsensical statements. But here's the thing. We will win. We will turn this around. There is a mighty, mighty red flood coming. A red wave. It's not just a red wave. It's a red flood is coming. And they're not eating, And I'm not talking about establishment re- Republicans. I'm talking about MAGA Republicans. I'm talking about America first Republicans. I'm talking about populists. I'm talking about people who are not playing a role so that they can become rich. Like Ben Sass and Mitt Romney. I'm talking, and Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins, I'm talking about legitimate conservatism. Even many Christian conservatives are running for office. And we don't need to be sitting there and and be counting the cost and saying, I wonder if they're electable or not. No, you vote for the right person, period, whether they're electable or not. 
and they will, and we will see our country turn around. Back here, listen, got lots of videos to show you. Almost all of them are brand new. So stick around, watch the videos. I don't know how long, the last couple of minutes, well, several minutes. Watch them, it's great stuff. Some of them are hilarious. You gotta watch them. Back here, Thursday night, 8.30. Love you all, God bless. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightBlee.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightBlee.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.